Hi guys, Joanna here from Mindful Counseling. I welcome you all to this podcast. Today's topic will be pressures, worries, and anxiety, and how that all fits into our everyday living today, and how we all handle the pressures and worry or the anxiety, and what makes some people more susceptible to anxiety than others? So one, some of the conversations, if not all, that I have today is pressures and expectations uh, from everybody around us. And that falls into children's needs, if we have children, partner's needs, job needs and pressures um, and that's that's a big one as many jobs are either going through transitions uh, layoffs and the worries of those uh, pressures and layoffs because not everybody is aware whether or not they're going to lose their job today or not so job needs parental needs uh, aging parents and how much do you need to be there for them more so today than maybe when when you were younger uh, the pressures of social interactions and the need to socialize, to have a life outside of the other sort of um, pressures. Uh, again, house needs, things that you have to do when you get home, whether it's cleaning, cooking, um, etc. So those are the expectations, the pressures of the society, of ourselves, and that we put on ourselves on an everyday basis. And that causes such tremendous amounts of anxiety and how some people handle it and how some people don't. And it comes out in so many different ways. And if anxiety is just not necessarily managed in a proper way, again, defined proper, is that it comes out uh, physically. We don't feel well. We have headaches. Our body hurts. Our body aches. Uh, sometimes even to a point, and I laugh because I know it's, real and I communicate that quite a bit is rashes uh, constipations uh, you name it sometimes the physical symptoms is not because something is happening medically even though it can but how much of it is a, as a result of very heightened anxiety and when I say anxiety pressures uh, expectations which fall under all of this is when you present symptoms of constantly needing to be on a go because you feel like things are just not completed, tasks are not completed, or that you have to please everybody around you, whether it's your children, your partners, your parents, your house needs, maybe even yourself and where that falls into. So high in anxiety, the way it comes out is through frustrations, through anger, through tiredness, through body aches, and constant need to be under pressure with uh, sort of kind of heart palpitations. It's never been able to sit still, never been able to relax and enjoy something because you feel like whatever it is that um, is or needs to happen next, you need to do it. That the need to sit down does not necessarily exist. So I see this. I hear this, I see this with people who even 
find time to sit down and they can. They have a hard time acknowledging that present moment of sitting because, again, they feel like they need to be doing something. And most of us actually do come from um, that mindset of, I need to be doing something. And I think we really have to sit down and think about where does that mindset come from? Does it mean success? Because if I'm not doing, I'm not successful. Does it mean if I'm not doing, I am lazy? What does it mean to be constantly on a go and to do? And the other part that falls into the expectations, the needs, or the constant pressures that one is under is where does self-care come into place? And this is exactly what I mean about uh, working with many individuals. And again, it's not just working with individuals. It's having connections, networking, people that I know, people that I have connected with, including myself, is what do we do in situations when we're constantly on a go, need to do, need to work, clean the house, cook, um, be there for our partner's needs, be there for our children's needs, and not to mind uh, also having those social interactions, right, is that not those pressures exist, and I don't know if we could necessarily call them pressures as just um, daily sort of living situations, right, that people evolve and people have worked and they continue to work. It's just that many have sort of created this delusional mindset that things need to be completed on a constant basis because if they don't, all of a sudden they have more work the next day. And although maybe some of it is true, but I'll use um, examples of even as silly as washing dishes. Either way, if you wash the dishes today, or if you don't wash the dishes today, I'm sorry, you'll still have to wash them tomorrow because at some point you're going to need them. Now, I'm not here to tell you not to wash your dishes or to keep your sink uh, filled up with <laughs> with endless dishes. What I'm trying to say is just being mindful as to what is it that you feel like you need to do as opposed to what can wait. And even when it comes to the needs of others, finding ways, what is it that you can give to others as opposed to what you don't have to. Children nowadays, uh, I think for many years actually, uh, have been exposed to countless uh, stimulations. Forget about cell phones and technology. That's, that's been there for uh, quite a, many years now. But I think it's this part of constantly needing something new, constantly be doing something. We're, we're teaching them too, to be honest with you of that they constantly need to be on a go, whether it's the tremendous amounts of sports and if it's not sports and activities that they need to attend, they somehow find their entertainment through the iPads or the whatever many games there are and constantly switching through those games. Or what I, what I notice a lot too is constantly watching something but need to switch it because it's boring or because they need something new. So again, I'm going back into how much do you input into need to take care of so many different things because you put those expectations on yourself, maybe even others, and how it causes this anxiety, which then produces itself through symptoms, physical symptoms. And what is it that you can do about your own self-care and maybe in some ways boundaries? So do children's Children's needs, yes, they are important, but so are 
hours. So at which point children need to do whatever it is that they need to do, uh, as opposed to maybe in some moments, they don't need to be busy all the time either. Partners needs, same thing. How much are you there for your partner's needs as opposed to maybe the partner being there for your needs? How much your job needs you? And again, that's a very sensitive topic in a lot of different ways because um, a lot of my conversations, as I I mentioned before, is I do hear a lot about job transitions, job losses, um, fear of looking for a new one, difficulty in interviewing and looking for another job because even though a lot of places need new individuals. Hiring is a little tricky. Uh, from Again, I think I need to look into it a little bit more, so I'm just saying it on a basics. Uh, pressures of jobs and, and those that are maybe laid off needing to look for jobs versus those that are still holding the jobs and maybe needing to do jobs for two, three, four, five different people because of the layoffs. That's another set of pressures parental needs right like as i mentioned before our parents are aging if we still have them right and the needs that are required for them and how do we step in to take care of them do we rely on someone else and whether the reliance also means financial so again another anxiety that has a tendency to interfere the other part is social interactions friends networks, co-workers, whoever it is, they, they want to interact. Of course, it's important. It's important to socialize, to network. But again, to what extent does it take it away from your own needs, your own needs? And I say this so much, and I will continue to say this, is because most people have a tendency to put their needs aside. It still exists uh, because it taps into guilt and it taps into feeling bad feeling bad that you are taking care of yourself and feeling guilty that you had decided to take care of yourself as opposed to something else, that you had decided to put your needs first instead of others. So that part of guilt has a tendency to sneak up quite quickly for many individuals. And then, of course, the the part of uh, additional uh, stressors and anxieties is the house needs. How do you maintain your house? What do you do to maintain it? How often do you clean it? How often do you cook? Do you cook Every single day or do you cook uh, for a few days? Do you order out because you feel like you don't have time to cook? Again, pressures, maybe the expectations that cause the anxiety. And at which point can you recognize where you kind of take a step back and feel like you don't have to do all of these things? Maybe take a step back once in a while to address your own needs, own self-care. Uh, maybe instead of cooking, decide to order out. And that's a tricky one too. And I pause by saying it is because someone might think, well, I don't have the finances to order out, which I completely understand. And I hear that too. Okay, so great. So if that's the case, how can I still take care of myself and the family providing food on the table, whether it's because of the financial issues or because I don't have time. So we need to kind of become creative. Maybe it is to involve the whole family in the actual cooking. Um, And then another thing can come up is the control. Maybe you prefer to cook alone because you feel like you're doing it better. All of these things fall into this concept of heightened, heightened anxiety, constant pressures, and they need to always do. And I don't know if you guys actually heard this. Um, that's just a reminder that I am to have a, a session in a few minutes. So self-care 
as opposed to the constant needs of doing for everybody else or whatever the necessities are and not yourself and expectations that the society has on you or you having it on yourself and how much anxiety that causes frustration and anger and what can you do to sort of transfer that anger and the anxiety onto something else that is a little bit healthier how can you do things in a little bit more relaxing way and maybe address sort of like your your not issues but your address the needs and what's causing all of this anxiety maybe there's something just one thing in particular that is causing more anxiety than other things maybe you do enjoy uh, your house needs and maybe that kind of means to step away from other sort of pressures and the needs that need to be done remember that self-care and the need to take care of yourself is as much important as it is for someone as you taking care of someone else you taking care of yourself means that you are trying to stay healthy so that way you can be the best version of yourself to someone else and the other part being is because there's always more than one is that how are others treating us and their needs and expectations and how much um, are they willing to help us or to take care of us because relationship whatever it is whether it's work whether it's parental whether it's partners children you name it needs a balance what is expected of us what is expected of others and learning to have those healthy boundaries by tapping into what you need in order to feel good and to feel healthy so that way you have enough energy to do all the other things so short um, session here but they are usually around uh, between 10 to 15 minutes so I hope you all have gained something from this uh, again I always say this but if you have any things to share you can always go on my uh, in, uh, Instagram, my Facebook. I know it's not mindful counseling, but it is JDS counseling. And it's, it's just a site that I have created for my business. And you can just leave some comments there. Or you can also log into my platforms, whether it's Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and leave comments there. And let me know what it is that you would like to hear. What is it that you would like to be interested interested in hearing? And maybe what stresses you today that I have not yet necessarily um, discussed. So, again, I hope you all have a wonderful day and take care of yourselves.